Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. This episode is Singing Scared, the Ironic Danger of Guarded Voice. Fear can be a healthy thing. It can keep us inside when the mountain lion's in the neighborhood. Or make us change travel plans where the Zika virus is prevalent. Or stop us from eating food we become allergic to. But fear can also cause problems. It can even bring about the very thing we're afraid of. Such is the case when a singer sings scared. Here's what happens. A trigger event. There's usually at least one trigger episode or a consecutive series of episodes that induces chronic fear for the voice. This event is often when you're injured, sick, or very tired and still try to perform. A trigger can also be the anxiety of stage fright. The next thing that happens when you sing scared? The fight-or-flight response is initiated. Stress and fear cause a release of the hormones adrenaline, norepinephrine, and cortisol. They increase the heart and breathing rates, change blood flow priorities, and tighten muscles to focus on and prepare to respond to the perceived threat. You'll assume a guarded stance where your core contracts to protect itself. This counterproductive tightening is the very opposite of the wide-open ribs necessary to stretch the unconstricted diaphragm for breath support and control. You also notice a locking of the jaw and face, and maybe even a lump in the throat. This is the exact opposite of the relaxed tongue, jaw, and throat conditions needed for clear articulation and free access to resonation zones, as well as free laryngeal movements necessary for vocal cord lengthening and shortening and accuracy of pitch. The next thing that happens when you sing scared is you experience a loss of vocal ability. When the guarded stance is triggered, you will absolutely lose some degree of vocal ability. It will be noticeable by you, you'll feel it, and it very likely will be noticeable by your audience. Anybody remember Adele's 2016 painful Grammy performance? Listen to it online on some video, and though she tries to hide it, you won't listen for long without recognizing her fear, pushing, loss of control, sharp pitch, and tightness that actually led to her previous vocal cord hemorrhaging. The trigger in this performance for the fight-or-flight response was something totally out of her control, a microphone issue. She should be applauded for finishing the song like a pro, very strongly. Tech disasters can happen, after all, to any of us. The next thing that happens when you sing scared is you have a crisis of confidence When you experience singing scared, it's very likely to compound itself, causing you to fear that the same thing or worse will happen when you sing again. You really have to do something to reverse this vicious cycle in order to protect your instrument from creating bad habits leading to deeper damage. The good news is, barring true organic disease, you really can get your voice operating as good or better than ever and defeat the vocal problems caused by fear. 
Here are the two keys that turn vocal fear into vocal fearlessness. First, understand why the problem exists. Vocal confidence and healing really begin in the mind. Understanding can truly change reality. It's my hope that this episode has taught you some things that can help you let go of your guarded condition and believe in your voice again. Number two, retrain and refine your vocal technique. Muscles operate in one of two ways. They contract and they relax. They get shorter and they get longer. Every action of our bodies come from a coordination of what and when certain muscles contract and relax. It's like a beautiful dance which is directed by the automatic nervous system. When the dance is unlearned or the steps are learned wrong leading to dysfunction and inefficiency, we need to retrain by relearning the dance. That's where vocal training and vocal exercises done with correct form can free the voice to operate optimally again. Many times the need to correct or relearn vocal technique actually causes a voice to gain ability that it never had before. It's a very good idea not to try to self-correct singing fearfully and guardedly without some kind of expert help. A vocal coach who helps you back off breath pressure open your throat, and free your face can be a lifeline to your vocal freedom and healing. But beware of anything that makes your throat feel worse or your vocal cords more stressed. This should never happen. If the coaching and the new techniques are correct, you should feel the improvement immediately. Then you have to know how to practice the new dance moves. Now I want to give you some case studies of my own. I have tons of case studies turning vocal fear into vocal confidence and fearlessness. It's one of my favorite things to do. But here are three. First, I had a student whose chronic vocal problems we traced back to a show that he sang with neck muscle strain. He had hurt his neck from a weightlifting workout that he did incorrectly. The resulting pain created a tightening of his neck muscles, which inhibited the freedom in the vocal apparatus as well. His voice didn't work well that night, and he didn't have a vocal coach he could consult at the time. So he started pushing his voice a little harder every night to sing notes that used to be easy for him. This caused a vicious cycle of tightness, loss of breath, and vocal cord swelling. He stopped singing publicly, until finally our vocal training put him back on stage and in the studio. The second case. I had a Skype lesson earlier this week with a person whose vocal fear manifested in a numbness in his case. His problem started when he had to sing with a virus, and even after he physically recovered from the virus, his voice never got better. He was diagnosed with partial vocal cord paralysis, and reached out to me to see if there was any hope that he could get his voice completely back. I'm happy to say that within the hour we worked, even his speaking voice felt better. His range opened up, his high notes began to float up more effortlessly, and he was even able to sing in his head voice. He's going to need to practice vocal exercises to remember what worked, but he does trust the process, so the prognosis for his continued growth of vocal ability is excellent. The third case study that I'm going to give you is of myself. I understand singing scared 
because I did it. You can read my story in a previous post. Just Google Judy Rodman, how I got my voice back. But suffice it to say that I earned my living for many years as a session singer. And when I lost my voice completely, I was very afraid. I started going to Nashville vocal coach Gerald Arthur, who worked with most of the major session singers in town at the time. The first thing I remember him telling me was that I had to stop guarding my voice. The only way I could do that was to choose to trust him. This was back in the early 80s, and I've sung on plenty of hit songs on plenty of stages and studios since then, including my own. I offer this hope to you as well. Power Path and Performance Vocal Training has been proven to unlock vocal tension, strain, and fatigue. I teach you to pull instead of push your voice, to open your throat, and to use it fearlessly in the service of delivering a message. It's a great privilege for me to midwife voices back to health. Check out my products and vocal lessons, and keep reading All Things Vocal blog and listening to this podcast, which I create so that absolutely anyone can receive help if they want to do the work. How about you? Have you ever sung scared? Have you ever learned any techniques that helped you become vocally fearless? I would love to hear about your experience. And please help others by sharing this post and podcast. This is Judy Rodman. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you have, please leave me a review, especially at iTunes. For more information on my training and my services, go to judyrodman.com. Thanks for listening. Subscribe or check back soon for another episode of All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers.